you should put away the old and put on the new. Now, most of us here have been Catholics our whole lives, right? Our parents had us baptized when we were babies, and we grew up coming to Mass, learning our faith, whether it was in a Catholic school or in CCD. And we enjoyed a familiar and comfortable Catholic atmosphere. Few of us have really had to fight for our faith. Few of us have had to worry about whether we would be arrested and sent to prison because we were Catholic. A fact that many of our brothers and sisters around the world live with every day. Now, this, this background has many advantages. We know that plants, plants grow more easily in tropical climate where the conditions are good. Just so, the good social conditions in which we received our faith are conducive to growth. But it also has disadvantages. One of the biggest disadvantages to growing up Catholic in a peaceful society is the danger of, I'll call it inertia. The danger of inertia or spiritual passivity it's going through the motions of being Catholic without actively seeking to deepen in our faith and become mature Christians. It's keeping up appearances, maintaining traditions without appreciating why or why those traditions exist and what good they do for us. In the second reading today, St. Paul gives us a two-part antidote to inertia. He tells the Christians of Ephesus, men and women who, like us, have already been baptized and instructed in the faith, who are members of the church, recognized mass goers, he tells these Christians that they must put away the old self and put on the new self. In other words, brothers and sisters, spiritual transformation in our lives isn't over. There's still more, and there always will be, until the day we die. We can never retire as Christians. We are never out of work. There is always some old self that needs to be put away and more new self that needs to be put on. Now, St. Paul was writing to Catholics who, for the most part, have become, had become followers of Christ as adults. What were they before they entered the church? Well, some had been Jewish, but most had been Gentiles or pagans. And so in the first place, when Paul urges them to put away their old self, he means that they have to be careful not to fall back into those old pagan habits. 
You must no longer live as the Gentiles do, he says. And it was, as we can imagine, it was not easy for those new Christians. Christianity then was a tiny religion. The church was a tiny minority. All around them was a popular culture that glorified sensuality, violence, greed, and arrogance. And so, although they believed in Jesus, they were constantly being tempted to fall back into their old habits. Their friends, family members, colleagues, and employers were always making fun of their strange Christian ways. And every day they had to decide to stay faithful to Jesus Christ, no matter how hot the pressure cooker of pagan peer pressure got. We have an old self too, even if we were baptized as babies. The old self is the weak and wounded human nature that we all carry around within us. The self-centered tendencies that show up in so many different ways. Our impatience, gossip, pornography, dishonesty, laziness, and so on. We too live in a society intent on values contrary to our faith. And so we, just like our brothers and sisters 20 centuries ago, have to decide afresh every day to put away the old self. God will help us, but we still have to do our part. But St. Paul doesn't stop there. It would be rather depressing if he did. Christianity would seem like a list of things we are forbidden to do, right? The don'ts of Christianity are just the warm-up, just the fence around this state, so to speak. But the really interesting and exciting part about following Christ is what happens inside this state. That's where we pursue what St. Paul calls righteousness and holiness of truth. Those are the main activities of the new self that Paul wants us to put on. Now, righteousness refers to having a right relationship with God. Jesus, you know, has saved us from the pagan view of God, which saw the Creator as so awe-inspiring and powerful that we human beings cower before in fear and trembling. Jesus has taught us that God doesn't want to relate to us that way. doesn't want to relate to, to us from a distance. Rather, he offers us a share in his very life, in his divine life, adopting us as his children and inviting us into his friendship. Righteousness is that, friendship with God, getting to know him from up close. And once we begin to grow in that righteousness, it changes how we deal with the world around us and with people. We begin to show forth the holiness of truth. Through our friendship with God, we gradually become like God. And we actually contribute 
to the amazing project of saving the world. This is the positive side. The putting on of the new self made possible only by putting off the old self. Today, the church knows that we too are, are vulnerable to temptation, even if we have grown up in the church. The comforts of a consumer society and the lies of the culture of death can combine to throw us into a deadening inertia. The antidote for us is the same as it was for the Ephesians, to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus Christ, who, in a few moments, will renew his commitment to us in the Eucharist. And when he does, brothers and sisters, let's thank him for the gift, the beautiful gift of our Catholic faith. <laughs>